A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. How you doing, everyone? Welcome back to NRL Fantasy Analysis. We have the update for our trades coming into round three. There's a few trades made in this, three actually, out of the three teams, which will be very interesting. But we start off with the People's Squad, and we end up making one trade, and that's going to be Stefano down to Starling. So the people have decided that was the clear winner this week. There was also some talk about making a second trade, and the reason for that one would be to pick up another cheap cash cow and free up a little bit of money, and that would be with the goal of heading up to a Cleary over the next few weeks. So it's turned out we're just going to go with the one trade and look to pick up Cleary in about round five. So leave him for next week and build up some capital to be able to pick him up then. And some of the theories there was if Lolo continues to perform average or poorly, then we would um, potentially use his cash to upgrade or downgrade and then use uh, potentially one of our other guns, whether it be a Dylan Brown, so we can straight swap him for Cleary in that position. We're not losing a gun in the halves. That's probably the theory there, and we could use guys like Bully to, to go down. So it was it, the, the theory was going to be Bully down to Leo Thompson was going to be the second one, but we decided against it. And what we do have is um is three non, non-playing players coming into this week with uh, with Harry Grant and also Tuolangi and uh, Vailea. So the theory there was to potentially loop Ilias with Grant playing uh, a little bit later in the week. We're able to do this. Completely fine with uh, with Lockie playing on the Friday night and Storm playing a bit later. If Ilias goes well, we keep um, him there. Obviously, we can't move him, but if he goes well, we keep Grant there, sorry. And then if he doesn't, we can move Walters up into the number four jersey and, and use his score. So obviously, a couple of weaker bench players this week, but yeah, we could have you know brought in Leo Thompson, but do you play him over these guys anyway? Maybe. Yeah, I don't think he's going to score well as well as last week, for example, but... Yeah, that's kind of the option there. But anyway, we've got um, Maxi King starting. I'm surprised he hasn't got the VC or the uh, or the captaincy, but that's another uh, that's another story in itself. But we have um, the randall Starling combination. Obviously, annoying that we don't have Grant this week, so we probably won't have the best week in terms of scores. 
yeah, compared to what you're going to see in my um, head-to-head team, for example. But in terms of the rest of the squad, we're, we're looking okay. We just need a couple of bounce-backs from a few guys. We'd, we'd love a Curdy Man bounce-back and the Nye bounce-back as well. And then, obviously, holding Bully and Tui. You know, we're hoping that Bully has a bit of a bounce back as well, at least get somewhere in the 30s and you know, a decent score for us, but also a little bit of cash generation as well. The thing is with him, guys, he does cover that mid and the edge. So if he if he's bounced back from his you know shoulder issue that he was you know talking about, sorry, the, that we've where we noticed him coming off early for, if he can get sort of that 55 to 60 minutes and maybe you know a couple of attacking stats where he can sneak up into the 30 to 40 mark. And, um, and improve our scores. But yeah, obviously a couple of bounce backs from those guys and a big score from Starling would be ideal for this squad. Brownie to keep doing what he's doing and a nice back, bounce back from Lolo and um, and Pap as well would be cool. So that's that team, guys. Let me know your thoughts around the people scored. We have only used one trade in the two weeks. So that's going to help us out a lot later. And obviously we're ranked pretty well at the moment. So yeah, coming into the middle, range, middle rounds, we'll be able to trade pretty heavy, I think which will be very, very good. But 107K in the bank is um, is nice heading into next week. Even if we, you know, something really big pops up, we can either really bank some cash in that week and go clearer the next, or we could, you know, fix up any issues, whether that be um, one of these cheapies that we need to, you know, if a, if a good cash cow comes up, we can go down to them or we can go sideways to someone who's um, who's really stepped up or, or, you know, gains a new role or, or, or there's an injury or something like that. So that's that team, guys. Let me know your thoughts. In terms of my squad, so I was going back and forth to this one. So I used two trades last week, and <laughs> with the with the changes to the to the Knights roster, and obviously what happened last like last week's scores were great for you know Leah Thompson and Matt Croker, and I'm, I wouldn't be basing how they're going to score in the following rounds based off that. But I what has changed is the Clemmer situation and the Fitzgibbon situation. So two two fours, one edge, one middle that are going to be out for the next sort of month there, and that just gives these guys like Croker, Thompson, that little bit extra run rate to, to make money to score points. So obviously the first game, we didn't get many minutes around that 20 mark and then you know mid-30s in the second one. So I toyed with the idea of bringing back Leo Thompson after trading him out last week and ended up deciding against it. I'd, you know, if, I bring in, if I bring in him, I was going to bring in Starling as well. And it was going to be for Bully and also uh, to Alungi as well. So I, I toy, went back and forth with it. I was like, okay, if it's Starling, right? If, I, if I'm missing out, what am I missing out on if I miss if I don't bring him in? I'm probably missing out on a decent score this week. I'm going to bank him in for about a for about a 50. But there is obviously a small risk that he gets sort of 60 minutes and around that 40 mark as well, which he got the last couple of weeks. So, you know, something to think about. He didn't score very well the first game either. Like he got 75 minutes, for example, and didn't score amazingly. So there's a chance that he has that. And if I have, you know, if I can loop one of these boys, then then that's decent as well. Um, the issue here is Tui plays in the um, in the second game of the round, so it makes it hard to do the loop this week. But anyway, look, the theory was that if I can try and sneak a decent score out of one of these guys in my four or five number, then it would be very helpful to my ability to score decently this week whilst maintaining two trades. So that was kind of the theory. Um, and with Starling, if he you know his break even's thirty, so if he picks up a fifty, he's not going to gain too much cash. And there's every chance I'm going to have some injuries or suspensions next week, where I can, you know, if, if Bully uh, or Tui, you know, they don't get their spot or they get traded or something, I can I can downgrade them next week and maybe a better cash cow comes up. So that was kind of some of the thoughts as well. Um, and I could get Starling next week anyway without him, you know, just kind of seeing how he goes in this role now that's officially his, 
and we can make that decision there. So that was kind of the general thoughts around the Starling and the Leah Thompson in for Bully and Tuolungi. Let me know what your thoughts are there. And it kind of just made my decisions on the interchange and emergencies that little bit harder. Obviously, Starling comes in, which would um, you know, push one of these guys out. And I'm really feeling a, a good score from Rocco this week. So he's been having that 30 as his base. And they come up against the Tigers this week. So I think I'm going to pop him in the interchange there uh, as a player this week. And we're probably looking to get Schneider's score on the um, in the emergency five, which again, it's not really going to matter, but just gives us that flexibility. If one of these guys is a late out, then you know I can move any of these guys in the emergencies up to number five, for example, to cover. Um, yeah, that's the thoughts there. Penasini, obviously, up against the Storm is a little bit of a tough one, but his base is in that in that mid thirties, and he's due for a try or a try assist somewhere in there as well. Um, in terms of the rest of the guys in the squad, again, we want some bounce backs from Curdy Mann, Nanay, like a better score from Aiken, uh, Arrow, you know, somewhere around the 50 would be cool, and a bigger score from um, Reedy, you know, thinking that he's going to tackle a fair bit more in this game against the Storm, and you know, maybe do a little bit of kicking out of dummy half to get them in good position as well. So that's the theory of a bunch of these guys. Obviously, some bounce back would be great, as I said. You know, ranked 4,754 is decent at this point. Um, don't know how many ranks we're going to make up this week. It's going to be based a little bit on how Penasini, Berry, um, and a couple of our starters go with Curdy, for example, being a little bit more uh, under-owned, um, and then Schneider as well. So that's the theory there. And then, yeah, I said, it's a long season, guys. Remember, if you're making two trades a week, you got 32 trades, so 16 weeks out of the 25. Obviously, we get four extra at the end, so let's say 18 weeks of two trades, and there's a bunch of tra- weeks in the middle there you're going to be making four trades. With um with the buy schedule and stuff like that, so you've you've very quickly run out of trade. So I thought that saving the two this week is not going to cost me too much. It might cost me twenty points, for example, and maybe a little bit of an increase in cash from Leo Thompson. But yeah, I think there's going to be bet- other better cash cows coming through. Remember how many you know COVID cases are going to be suspensions and injuries. So just be aware of that. People come up, and um, maybe I could downgrade next week and and, and upgrade uh, one of those guys to get Starling anyway. So that's the theory with the squad. And we moved to the final team in the head-to-head, and I was actually really excited with trades this week. What I have done is actually moved big Gus Crichton on. So just felt, you know, not making any trades last week. I felt like I could just go nuts with the two this week, and you don't feel too bad. And you think of it as a one one per week, and you're, and you're pretty solid. So Gus is gone. I flirted with the idea of bringing in Starling and Toby Sexton, which was, you know, pretty cool. Um, but just decided that, you know, once I, when I did that, I had removed a fair bit of my cover, for example. So, yeah. So what I did here was move on Sean Russell. I moved on him for uh, and and Gus for um, what I have done in the end. Russell and Gus for Aitken. So I brought him in, and the reason for this was to get some cover. So when I did the Sexton trade, I felt it. it I had I had no cover in in the wing fullback. I had no cover in the centre, and I had no cover in the edge. Yes, we've got we've got Tui there, but um. If I was going to do the Sexton trade, I would have had to trade Tui out. So, yeah, he's, he's a good, every chance of coming back this week. And and what I you know what this allowed me to do was to pop Schneider in the halves once I got Aiken in, and then I could move Burton to the bench, or yeah, I could move whoever I want there. Um, I now have cover in the centre, and I also have cover in the um in the edge as well. So I can move. Uh, who else have I got? Yeah, so if I really had an issue, I could go Aiken, Aiken up to edge or Tungo up to edge and I could move Burton down to the centers for example I could move Burton into the halves and and play that way Um, I've got some mids cover I've got hooker cover and it's just the wing fullbacks now that will be the issue but yeah we're going for we're going for max points at the moment to try and um, stay up in the in the high ranks for as long as possible 
But anyway, that's that was the theory. I had the other thoughts I had. So obviously Sexton was an interesting one, but I would have had to get rid of Tui. Then it was Aiken, obviously the second option, being that you know leaving me with twenty five k remaining. And third option was both for more, but I wouldn't have had the center cover then. I would only had the edge cover. So if I brought him in, that's yeah where I would have ended up, and that's why I didn't decided to go go against Bowie. Obviously, he could be a little bit more up and down, and he's a little bit obviously less expensive than Aiken only by 80k though and you get the dual position with Aiken probably a little bit more consistent um in a position that's his you know Bo is it's his too but he hasn't really shown that he can do it for a long period of time yes Aiken's only done it on the second row for a, a little bit but he's been super consistent with this being his lowest score over that time so that was the theory there I think that he'll do solidly he is a keeper in the centers as well so that's that and then in terms of um the loop we can't really do it again but I've popped Kobe in the five jersey at this stage, I feel like that's going to do do us okay. You know, you've got Leo in there. I doubt he's going to get the 45. Um, Starling, Burton, Randall on the bench is really cool. Kobe is going to be a nice one in that mid-30s. Hopefully a few extra minutes for him. Uh, starters are all looking really solid. Just Bully's the only one I wouldn't have here. But, you know, Bird, Hunt, Schneider, Aiken, Tungle, Hines, Crichton, and Pap. So team's looking good. Just used the two trades this week. Uh, ranked 171. Should be able to do pretty well again this week. And... Yeah, I'm excited. Let's um, yeah, get into round three, guys. I hope you're all ready to go. And uh, we'll pop out that Draft Stars video uh, in a couple of hours as well. But yeah, let's um, yeah, just basically good luck with this with this round. And we'll um, yeah, if you haven't subscribed, jump in there and do so. We'll you know, get like, plenty of insight. I hope this video really helped you. And we'll catch you in another video, guys. See you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 